I feel like coaches' kids have high, like higher IQs in a way, because like mm. we have been brought into a life. Like ninety nine percent of coaches' kids end up being coaches. Tell us about your family a little bit. I was uh, the only child for about fifteen years, I think. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm Maddie. I'm Z. Johnny. It, 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 girls. Maddie Perez with Johnny Teeler. Come lit girl. Podcast with a couple it girls. Yes, What's up, guys? That's Brez, and I'm Z, and welcome back to the It Girls podcast, where we're telling the stories of winning women every day. And we are so excited to have on a really recent national champion in Kateri Poole at LSU Women's Basketball. Kateri, welcome, and thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Your um, resume is pretty insane. I was stalking you, and you're like the number five or star recruit. You're a five-star recruit, 24 in your class. You're from the Bronx, all these things. So tell us a little, about, a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm from New York. I'm from the Bronx. Um, I kind of just grew up like, you know, playing all types of sports. Cause like there's public schools, Catholic schools. So like I was always in and out of which school I was at. Um, so I think like, you know, just having a lot of good people in my family and in my life, they allowed me to like, you know, be free, like open-minded and then like a free spirit about like what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, I did like, touch a basketball when I was like five, and like under the whistle, maybe like seven. But like, I was doing all types of stuff, like gymnastics, ballet, football. Like it just it just ranges. So, like, just, <laughs> <That one is laughs> it was like kind of crazy. And um, yeah, I think like once I realized I was pretty good, you know, like you just kind of stick with it. And then you got your mom mad because you picked basketball over ballet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you so, um, Yeah, go ahead, Dad. No, I was just going to say, who, what? so what all sports did you play? You played, you played ballet. You were in ballet, played football. Yeah. Did you play tennis? You said you liked tennis. You play tennis? I like tennis now. I found a passion for tennis now. Okay. But I've never played one. That's Maybe dope. like That's a week. On the Wii, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. Recently, yeah. I've been like, um, up a tennis racket, and me and my roommates go to the park and play. And I've never felt so unathletic in my life. For one, I have terrible depth perception; like I can't see the ball. I don't even know where the ball is going. But <laughs> I would consider myself pretty athletic, and tennis does not apply there at all. Yeah. Um. When I first started, I was kind of you know shaky, especially because like. <laughs> we're so hard on our feet, you know what I'm saying? You got to, like, be light and, like, mm. more mobile. Yeah, and then, no, I don't know, I just kind of – it's a fun game to figure out. Like, you know, you see Serena Williams and all these other people, like, playing it as, a, like, an actual sport. And it's like, wow, this is an actual sport, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, just finding passion in other Oh, things. for sure. Yeah. Z always says, like, she should have – Z's got, like – the body that would kill tennis if she would have played, but you just never like played growing up. Did you? I took, yeah, that was a money making. It's a big regret. I took two lessons and I wasn't bad at it. I just never did it anymore. And it's looking back, I probably could have been a millionaire right now. Probably would not be in this podcast (laughs) if I was doing that. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, okay, Katiri, going back to your family. So do you have siblings? Like, did you, were you raised in a big family, small family? Like, was it all around sports? Like, what, tell us about your family a little bit. I was uh, the only child for about 15 years, I think. Wow. So <laughs> but I'm 20. I'm about to be 21 in um, November. And like maybe, yeah, 15, I want to say, I found out my dad was, um, and my stepmom was having a, like a baby. And I'm like, well, like, oh, you waited till I'm basically like out of my teenage. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah my little sister when I was like 15. Um, I think she's oh going to be. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I'm, then yeah. the year after that, maybe like. A day after. Oh, yeah. A day after my birthday, my mom gave birth to my little brother. So it was like. You know, and then now I have. Oh like, my gosh! I have like a two-year-old, so like it's just my my mom has one. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I have a brother. He's wow. so yeah. That's a, yeah, but Z. Yeah. I said I have a brother, and he's fifteen now. But like, oh my gosh, growing up, he like I was eight when he was born, and I thought like that seven and a half year gap was really big, and that's nothing compared no, to. Well, like, they're, like, you know, like, they're a new generation. So, like, I sometimes I feel old when I, like, talk to them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No. I got my little sister sending me TikToks, like, throughout the day. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're six. What are you doing? (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, wait. Going back to... Their cartoons are so different, too. Oh, yeah. I don't even... I'm still... Shootsy. I don't know if you know me. Watching old shows and movies. Yeah, nothing they compared don't know to anything about that. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, because you're going back to the Bronx. I this idea of like basketball is different on the West Coast than is the East Coast. I saw a lot of pictures of you playing in uh, like streetball tournaments and pickup games, and there's people all around. Talk about that a little bit. Um. Yeah. So my uncle is actually the commissioner of Dykeman Streetball wow. Tournament, and um, I mean, my dad. That's awesome. Grew up playing basketball. He went to St. Bonaventure. Um, and then right after college, like, he had me. So, like, he had to make a decision to, like, mm-hmm. you know, possibly go pro or, like, you know, help out with a family. And fortunately, like, my dad instilled everything that he had into me and just wow. put me in the right position to, like, mm. be around the right people. And, like, you know, he has great connections. He's very smart. Like, I, I believe um, when I was, like, maybe four like seven ish like he was a juvenile corrections officer officer and like you know like you see different life stories and stuff so like he kind of just wanted me to be on the right path and um you know i actually lived in those buildings behind dykeman for about two to three years and um, he would have a team in there like young guys um he's also a coach now at hostos community college in new york so like you know, it was just like very local for him, okay. and just he just had all the right resources and just helped me get there too. Yeah, did, was your dad big in coaching you when you were growing up, or did that only start recently? Um, it's kind of you know how like AAU is like your dad, your parents get close with the coach, right, and then they get right. close with the you know administrator, and then they right. end up being the coach. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, like I think, um. Like, for, like, little tournaments, like, there is this, you know, New York's pretty big and Mm -hmm. has, like, 
like different recreation centers, like YMCA's and stuff like that. Yeah. So he, we ended up moving and he lived down the block from Jackie Robinson, which is like a place down there that like, you know, just, you just go and just have like, it's like, it's a recreation center. You can do whatever. But then he got close with the coach that ran the PSAL league there or the police authority league or something like that. Yeah. And like we ended up like going places in New York, just like, playing against other teams that were like, you know, trying to build their brand too, like in their, like their teams and stuff. So I think like, I don't know how to explain it. He just, he just had everything. It was, it was like my dad was a wizard at one point. Like he was just <laughs> pulling all types of strings, yeah. but he had too much going on. And like, that was it. Once Dykeman became big, like, you know, they, made a women's league maybe like four years ago. Like it was strictly yeah. men's for years. And then um, mm. they saw the young people coming out of high school. They saw the college kids coming back. This is when New York started to grow. So mm-hmm. they just kind of bought into it. Okay, Katiri, my question is, my dad is a basketball coach, like a varsity coach at our high school. Um, obviously you're talking about your dad being a coach. And I think what's cool about being raised by a coach is – well, one, like they're tough on you, but they're not like, I feel like coaches, kids have so much better perspective than um, parents who aren't coaches just because like, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? I just feel like coaches, kids give better perspective. I feel like coaches, kids have high, like higher IQs in a way. Cause like mm. we have been brought into a life, like 99% of coaches, kids end up being coaches, even if it's like, you know, babies like you know what i'm saying like they're they're teachers you know like they're just like learning and then giving it back so like i totally get what you're saying because you can be more receptive of hearing it from your dad or like your mom even if she was a coach instead of like an actual right. coach like you know you've done you've been here before you know what i'm saying some coaches just don't That's even cool. know what they're talking about so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that no good point um speaking of coaches talk about the infamous LSU coach talk about, uh, you know, she, she is something else. Like, first of all, obviously the outfit choices are, I think, unbelievable. That may be a unpopular opinion, but I think they're unreal. Um, talk us through that. Yeah. I have to say I I'm from Dallas. And so I drove up to Waco all the time. I was the biggest Baylor basketball fan. So I have plenty of posters signed by Kim Mulkey. She did not dress like that at Baylor's that Louisiana (laughs) brought that out of her, man. Um, He's just, you know, her resume speaks for itself. And yeah, just being able to be a part of her, like coming home story. Cause I don't know if you guys read her book. She has a book out and I think she's making it like she's writing another one soon. And um, I actually got the opportunity to read the book before I came here. Like when I committed and everything, like, you know, I was like, coach got a book. Like, let me just read it. And um, (laughs) you just learned so much about her. And then when she's actually mm-hmm. your coach, it's like, you know, she talks about these things and it's not like she's like fibbing or like, you know, trying to like play the part, but like she's actually herself. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like don't understand that either. Like she's not, she didn't come to LSU for one other reason, but to give back to her community. Mm-hmm. And like as being a player so cool. here and even a student, like if I was a regular student here, like, I would definitely buy into her story. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
seeing how like much the team does it for LSU as a whole and not just like themselves, you know, like being unselfish with what we do, like always giving back and just being like, you know, supported is just like amazing. And it's because of the coach that we have too. Yeah. And I think one thing about her that everyone can see, even if you don't know her is like, she is so demanding and like gets so much out of her players. Talk about playing for her in that aspect. Like she's obviously going to be on your butt, but She's getting the best out of everyone. Uh, when I first transferred in, like, you know, I was excited. Um, I also, like, was still in a mood, like, you know, at my last school. Like, it wasn't anything other than just, like, me um, just not buying in, in a way. Um, mm-hmm. I was young when I went to college. I think I was, like, 17. God. Or, like, what? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started college when I was 17. Wow. Um, yeah, that's young. You know, just like being the star where you're from, you know, like it wasn't like a humbling experience because I was very open to like, you know, learning new things, um, just patiently waiting. I was a freshman, you know, at a, at a P5 mm-hmm. and, you know, I was ready to go then, but like I wasn't being real with myself. I was like, what can I do to get better? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And my sophomore year, like I had like a, a better season, but then I got injured. So it was like adversity just kept piling up, piling up, piling up. So then when I finally entered the portal, freshman year, I also we also didn't have the opportunity to play in a tournament. Um, we had got banned for something that had like nothing to really do with us. But like, you know, mm-hmm. like they're very strict. So yeah. I think sophomore year after getting to like be in the, you know, March Madness for the first time, instead of actually sitting back and watching it, like, you know, we're actually here. We ended up playing LSU and like, you guys beat crazy. them, though. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's <laughs> um, but like you know, like we were so pumped to just be in that situation mm-hmm. because the year before that, we basically returned everybody, and like the year before that, like we couldn't really do nothing, you know. So like it was like we're yep. finally here, you know. They got us to lose first round. We ended up winning, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> We booked this 316. It was just an unreal experience, and it, I was taking everything in. And um, when we ended up playing them, like, I just saw the atmosphere, and I was just like, you know, I'm kind of ready to go. Um, who can I play for? Yeah. And then yeah. I, I, I ended up, like, you know, telling my family. Like, I called them, and I was like, a week later, like, I just kept watching that game and, like, how different the energy made me feel. Hmm. Like I was talking about, it was packed. And like just seeing her in live action, you know, like her dedication, her passion, like after being a kid and then actually watching her coach, like who people we look up to now, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I kind of just, she just is different. Um, This year, like I kind of was in that mode of like, you know, not really caring when I first got here. Just like, you know, I left, like I was still in a, a bad headspace. And, like, she's a person that cares about people. Mm. Like, you know, she's calling you instead of talking about basketball. She's like, how you feeling? Like, you know, how's your family? Is there so anything cool. I, could, I could pray for you about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can talk to me. Like, we have all the resources. Like, she's very adamant about, like, if you feel not okay, like, come talk to me. Yeah. Hmm. Like, she has that relationship with all of us where we could, like, joke with her and she'll throw something back. Like, you know, like, a couple of times, like, I'm very quiet, but, like, 
when I'm in a mood, I'm in a mood. And like, she'll be like, you're not from New York. You're not from the Bronx. You from <laughs> Like she'll say little slick stuff and like, you know, just being able to jost with her is pretty cool. Cause it's like, she's legendary. Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, she's going to get on you. We've had our rough patches, but you know, she's sure. very, very honest and um, genuine. So that's all you could really ask for from a coach. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool, that, Kateri, that you say, like, that you have the perspective, like, look back on your freshman year and be like, yeah, not only am I a different player, like, I'm a different person. Like, I care so much more now as, what are you technically, a junior? I'm a, well, now I'll be a junior, but I'm, academically, I'm a senior. Yes, okay. So, you know, just, like, having that perspective of, like, looking back and seeing your growth. Z, I can't even count how many people that we've played with that it's like when they come in as a freshman you're like oh and then <laughs> sophomore you're like okay like this is getting you know 90 percent of everyone you play with and it's like honestly everyone grows a lot but you came into college at 17 like it's crazy what, yeah. you don't know anything at 17 years old Let, like not even 18 but 17 is crazy and so just and it was bad like, it was really bad because that was that covid year and yep. um, yeah <laughs> I think like I was only taking two classes my senior year because I had transferred from Catholic school. So I had a lot of credits and then I went to public school and like, I think I just needed like two more credits to like graduate. Oh my gosh. So like yeah. I ended up doing and- school started at like 12 o'clock for me. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> Going into college. And also Kateri, I'll say this, like the freshmen that came freshman in college that came in during that COVID year, you all had it hard and like super easy like let me explain what i mean because it was this just this like weird no one knew what was going on like we saw this see with our freshman class it was like we can't show you what college looks like because everything like there's nothing to do sports don't look the same because our coaches don't know what the hell is going on um school doesn't look the same because our professors don't know what the hell is going on it was just like we were trying to tell our freshmen we're like this is not college like just trust us like give it like a year like it's not college which is it just made it so tough on you all that came in that year i had um ladasia williams my teammate this year like she went to school with aja wilson like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) you know like that was wild to me and i'm like you know you lived and went to three different schools and had three different eras at the, that school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You went to school, then, then you went to Mizzou. You, you was there for COVID. <laughs> like, you know, like now we're in a new generation. Like, it's so weird. But it's very interesting. Like, you know, you hear stories. You, you make a lot of friendships, you know, lifelong relationships with people. Um, Like, you know, I still talk to the majority of the girls at Ohio State, even the ones that were there before. And like, you know, just always pulling for women is just, you know, the mm. thing in right now. And um yeah. loving that. Amen. Like, to like, you know, come together and not know like, you know, like I think I think it's evolving and it's getting better. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Speaking you just speaked on pulling for women. I think yeah. arguably LSU is one of the best female athletic departments in the whole country. You guys have women's basketball. Your gymnastics team is great. Your track team is great. Volleyball is great. Like all these sports that are insane. Talk about the camaraderie that comes with that and supporting each other and all that stuff. I mean, like most of us, like when we see each other on campus or like, 
if we have events. Cause like we have a lot of events here at the school for sports specifically yeah. and like student athletes overall, like even if you're like, you know, injured, can't be there. Like it's all, it's all for student athletes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, I don't know if it's the Southern hospitality or like, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody just like has their own story. Like everybody like came to LSU for a reason. And like, you know, just being able to see all these people on campus pull for each other. Um, like we hang out with track all the time. Um, soccer too. Like, you know, like it's just like everyone just likes each other, likes the atmosphere that they're in. And I think it's an accepting place because of how the coaches, uh, like every department makes it. And, um, mm. you know, like it's it's just like, you know, especially when you're successful with it. Um, I think a lot of history is at LSU. Not a lot of people understand the history here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, just trying to keep that going, you know, so – I think no, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. Our uh we interviewed Coach Cal last year and he talked a lot about that, how it's really nice when winners hang out with winners, you know, like we hang out, we share a facility with the basketball team, um, and women's basketball team and gymnastics team too. So it's like same thing as you guys being around winners, just the having the same mentality, having the same goals, like it just it makes the whole athletic program so much better too. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of winners, yeah. we've gone borderline 20 minutes and haven't even talked about the damn game. We haven't even talked about the game, Ajani. Um, <laughs> Kateri, we know the feeling of winning a national championship. Like, is there anything sweeter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, like, People ask me all the time or, like, tell me congrats. And it's, like, it hasn't really set in yet, if I'm being honest. Right, right. Okay, okay. I thought I was tripping. Like, shit, it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's times where, like, I run into my teammates if we're working out. Like, we we don't, you know, we haven't talked. Like, everybody got their own thing going on. So, like, if I see you guys, hey, like, I haven't seen you (laughs) since we won. But, like, besides that, I think, like, it just hasn't hit me. I I didn't even. I'm a big like watch film type person. I did not even watch that game. If I'm being, I mean, this is oh. month, what month one, like month ha- two. So <laughs> I, I saw. Mean, yeah, I got it. When we won the championship, there was like so many tears going on. Like like obviously it's pure joy. But I saw a picture of you holding the trophy, bawling, and I was like, yeah, felt and relatable. Like I cried so much that day. Like, it, and it was just so much, like, this year, you know, everybody, like, was talking about our non-conference schedule, you know, like, how, like, people were breaking records here. Like, it was just so much going on. But, like, I think after our loss in the SEC tournament, like, mm-hmm. we just all, like, were, like, blaming ourselves. Mm-hmm. So everybody started, like, helping each other and, like, you know, pushing each other. And Coach made it very clear, like, it was only two points. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everything that we did in practice had to be direct and perfect. And, like, it was because we knew where we were supposed to go during that. But we knew where we could go after, too. And it was just, like, you know, you have to have the will to win. Like, you can't just want to be here and, like, say that you did this. Like, we're already here. And um, our bracket was tough. It was. It was tough. Yeah, no joke. 
me and Angel are just going through every game. Like we trying to get past the Sweet 16, like, you know, and then it's like Sweet <laughs> 16 last year. Um, you know, like we, we had a lot of freshmen. We had um, a lot of seniors. Nine, like, of your team, nine people on your team were new, right? Yeah. Wow. And this year was just a lot of rebuilding and rebuilding for what's about to come like laying the foundation for like, you know, like taking in the legacy and keep going. Like just, you know, we talk to all the alumni, like they always show love. And um, like I said, the history is just, yeah. Yeah. everything just ties into history. And um, just knowing that it was bigger than us for real. Like yeah. once we saw, you know, I think it was the Miami game. We were just in South Carolina, in Greenville, and I was the Elite Eight, and it was like, you know, we were seeing how many upsets were happening. We were seeing, like, you know, everything that was going on, and we were just trying to do it for each other. Like, it became fun. If It became, like, you know, like, process of elimination. Like, it was, like, yeah. it was something that just kept us, like, you know, all right, like, we just got to win this quarter, you know? Like, even during the game, though, um, I think Angel, Alexis, and I all fouled out. Like, well, not fouled out. Well, Kim, Coach Kim is like two fouls in the first half. You're done. You're done for the half. So, like, we fouled out, basically. And um, <laughs> um, we were telling me and Angel, we're looking like Lex can't foul. Lex can't foul. And Lex got a cheap one. But it was that type of game. You know, it was going both ways. Yeah. And I think that, like, when that happened, everybody knew it was the next man up mm. and we were just so pumped to be there. Like, you know, adrenaline just kept us going. Um, and like, once somebody got hot, they just kept going and we like, we're on the bench. Like, all right, like it's that type of game, you know, like yeah. <laughs> everybody played their role and played their part because it was bigger than us. Yeah. And mm. like, even that atmosphere, that was just different. Like, how was it for y'all? So, crazy story. We <laughs> played during COVID, so it wasn't like that. Yeah. yeah. We, our whole tournament within a span of, like, what, 12 days? Yeah, we it was the bubble, Kateri. So we were in a hotel. That's awful. But yeah. it was... It was just different. Like, it was a different kind of heart. Like, we were... Um, we were in a hotel. We played all our games in 12 days. We got tested every morning. Um, the fans total were what, like, through probably less three than three thousand. Yeah, it was just like family. It was still so dope, but it like I would do anything to play in the <laughs> yeah, atmosphere that you played in. Like, it's just different. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, oof. no, go ahead. Like coming off the bus, like I think I have a picture. It was just so many Iowa fans, like. I was like, ooh, like, I, I got to put my head down, act like I'm texting someone, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it was a, it felt like the carpet just kept getting longer. Like, they just kept rolling. And I'm like, bro, like, what are y'all doing? Are you trying to set me up? Like, what's up? <laughs> but so I kind of knew, like, going into it, like, it was going to be equal. Like, there was a lot of Iowa fans there, but, like, our people, you know, showed out. Up, and like yeah. they, they made us hear them like just they were directly across from our bench so like it was like you know like 
every two seconds something's going on. Like it's just a fun, exciting game, and like the emotions in it too. Like you know, like Iowa had a great year. Um, you know, they 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 were the only Big Ten team to like you know actually like make it to the chip. Like mm-hmm. Ohio State was close too. Um, mm-hmm. but like just some. Um, I don't know. You know, like it was a lot of controversy after, but I think like it was good that it happened because, you know, now people are in tune with like women's sports overall, like, you know, and Amen. Um, it was just really fun to be. It's it's fun to like be in it. And then it's fun to see it like on social media and stuff, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Honestly, Kateri and like Z, I want to hear your opinion on it too. I was, first of all, amazed i mean like i was at a birthday party for a one-year-old when you guys were playing and it was on every tv i'm like this is freaking awesome like typically with any woman's sport it's like let's watch like let's put an mlb game on or like let's watch like the xfl over like the national championship but in that in 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 your guys's case with that game it was like everyone wanted to watch it like that is so freaking good (laughs) for women's sports like i could not stop smiling that day i told z this story but and you'll like half of it, but half of it you won't like. I went on a walk and I live like in a really small town. And I like looked, I looked at these guys. They were like grilling out. They were like decked in Iowa gear. And they were, and my dad's like, ah, oh, cool game. And they're like, yeah, it was great to watch. Like, well, she'll be back talking about Clark. But I'm like, that's just cool that people are like celebrating women's sports like that, you know? Um, but the controversy pissed me off because I'm like, the, the, like the tight, like the headline should be that you guys had what was it like nine point three million viewers, right? Nine point nine, I think. Nine point nine million lot, viewers, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, like that should be like the only freaking headline, you know? Like that's what should be talked about, and that you guys won, and then there's all the other BS. I'm like, people are so annoying. But Johnny, what do you think about it? Yeah, I I was on a plane. I was flying back to Lexington, I think, the night you were, and everyone, same thing, before take, takeoff, had their phones in their hands. Um, I am, like, it's great, obviously, amazing, and we want that for every woman's sport ever, but I do agree, the controversy, I think, as much as we hate it, is good for the sport also. Like, they talk about that stuff with guys all the time, but as much as we can be in the spotlight, I think that's important, and even if it's BS like it was, and I'm going to come back to it a little bit, but you guys are going to the White House in a couple weeks, right, Kateri? Yes, May twenty six, and even oh, with no. President Jill or um, what's her name, the First Lady, inviting both of you guys to the. I just want to hear about that a little bit, not got controversy, but it is really good for us to be in the limelight like that. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool. I mean, like you know, obviously people are going to feel a way that she invited both teams, but like I yeah. think it was like pretty cool because it was like you know, like she was like woman's. I don't know if her thought process is what I'm about to say, but, like, I'm assuming that's yeah. where her head is. Yeah. Like, she was probably, like, you know, like, this game, like, brought so much attention. Like, you know, like, they both did what they did for their universities, like, stuff like that. Why not just invite them both? I don't think she understood the severity of it mm-hmm. or, like, you know, how people were trying to make it. But, like, you know, even if they did that with UConn and um, San Diego State, you know, like, I don't think it would have been a big problem. Um right. I think it's pretty dope to for anyone to get that experience. And, um, you know, that, that there's a lot of history there, too. So, I mean, you know, that would have been a, a dope little, you know, and maybe, like, you know, we could have talked more, like, as p- different schools, you know. like Yeah. 
it was a big oh, game. True. Like, so I don't know. I think we could have benefited from that in a good way. And like, you know, trying to like, not trying to like, you know, help social media die down. Cause like that'll never happen. But like, mm. you know, kind of like maybe some good memes, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I love that. Oh, um, so what I was going to say is you talk about like the history at LSU, um, talking about Kim Malarkey and just like how, what a great coach she is and her resume. Do you think LSU is going to be like a legendary program? Do you think it has potential? Do you see that kind of foundation being built? Is that your coaches? Um, is that her goal long-term? Talk about that a little bit. Um, I believe there's a video out of when she first got here. Um, and when she was talking about like, you know, like putting a banner up and stuff like that. And I think that was only last year, I think, or maybe two years ago. Two years yeah, ago, yeah. Years ago. And um, I think, you know, just knowing that we didn't know it was going to come this soon. We didn't know it was going to be this year. We didn't know it was going to be with the people that we had, you know. Um, I think we got the number one recruiting class coming in for freshmen. And I know we have the two biggest transfers in the portal as well with returning people as well. So, like, you know, it's another year of rebuilding. It's more people, um, more personalities. And just, like, you know, I know she's going to do exactly what she did this year and the year before that. Um, I think um, she's a, a woman of her word. And she just pulls for the whole school. Like, I know Coach, she loves baseball because of her son and, like, her just passion <laughs> overall. And um, even with other sports, like, she, I, you'll catch Coach at, like, a soccer game or, like, you know, like, if someone tells her, hey, you should stop by here, she's at the track meet. So, yeah. like, she's very down to earth, um, very supportive of other women in this program. She talks very highly of other women in this program. Um She's always, you know, you never know with coach. Like, you'll be, you'll, and coach doesn't have social media. So when I know something's posted on her, it's not her. And like, (laughs) it's so funny because like, you know, like she's, you just have to know her to know like, she's a, she's a jokester. Um, But she's very open and like, it's different from, you know, us being her players and seeing stuff on the media and, like, you know, even people coming at us for no reason, like, you don't know, coach, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what people yeah. say, but, like, you know, she's very, she's very cool. Um, she loves her family. So, like, just imagine how she is with us, like. Yeah. Right. That's so cool. And I think that, like, that's, that's maybe not talked about enough, just, like, how great she is. And social media can be really great, and sometimes it can be kind of nasty. And so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Z, what were you going to ask? Well, last thing on Coach Mulkey, and then we'll move on. We got to know what your favorite outfit of hers is. Oh, <laughs> Out of all the outfits, we got to know number one on Kateri's list. Well, I can tell you which one I hated. <laughs> <laughs> because when we won, it was just so, it was the Dalmatian one. Like the it was polka the, dots. I figured that's yeah. what you were going to say. Yeah. Because I don't know. It just wasn't like, it was, I don't know. She gave me like disco ball vibes. Like, I was like, coach, come on. Like, we told her when she walked, usually, okay, when she walks in the locker room, like, we'll be like, ooh, or like, okay, like, you showing out. At that time, we were just like, all right, what are we doing for this game? Like, <laughs> we acknowledge that. So, favorite. I liked her pink outfit one, uh, like her pink game one. Yeah. 
the feathers? Was it the feathers? It might have been. It might have been. Or I think think the feathers was for the tournament. Yeah. We'll have to look after. But, um... It was it was one of those like when coach just you know she doesn't do too much she's not flying away because um, <laughs> it'll be times where like you know we're in the timeout and we see one of like a piece of like her stuff or like we just it's just Literally so cool. like you know those jackets that have like one side up one side down like you yeah, can, yeah yeah the sequence mm-hmm. right like sometimes like it'll be folding and we're like oh, come on coach like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But that one and the kiss me, I'm. Was it? It was some some um St. Patrick's one. Kiss me, I'm. Kiss me, I'm Irish. No, I don't think it said Irish. It said was it that? I don't know. We'll pull up the pictures later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so funny. I'm curious. So, you guys obviously won the tournament. Had a great season. And I think with NIL, people kind of thought there was going to be a lot of distractions coming into teams and a lot of separation with people making more money. You obviously play with two superstars in Angel and Flage. Talk about how that kind of played into the season and how you guys handled that, how they handled that. Um, you know, they have great PRs. Um, and they're, I don't think they're signed to anyone. I think everybody is, like, you know, family-related. But I know Flage's mom is a great, great person for like yeah. handling that um she's just an entrepreneur and she's a boss like you know what i'm saying like even since fudge was young so it's cool it's kind of been written um an angels person like she's amazing too like i've gotten an opportunity to speak with her a couple of times like be around her and just seeing how supporting and like like just how how she cares about my teammates you know like angel and i know known each other for years so, like, just seeing her help Angel, like, you know, stay on track um, and just get her all these good things and stuff, like, both of them, just being able to be a part of their journey, too, like, and seeing them be, like, themselves and what they aspire to do is just good. Um, you know, like, it's another story for everybody, you know, like, being able to be with Angel and Flaugé in a time where women's basketball is, you know, steadily improving, Um it just kind of it's 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 cool to see your teammates like just just be who they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. By you, Barbie, if you will. right. <laughs> What's your nickname? Does anyone have a nickname for you besides KP? I don't know. Bronx Baller. I'm calling it right now. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, don't do that. Um. Sorry, Matt. Z, do you have any other major ones? No, do you have any other any yeah, other really good I ones? Just like going into the championship game, there was obviously a lot of hype around Iowa, around Caitlin Clark. You said that you guys were having a lot of fun, but that surely had to be on the back of your minds a little bit. How did you guys handle that? Handle her going into the game? We had like 11 p.m. film the night before, and we had like a 6 a.m. <laughs> Because, like, the game was so early. And, like, technically, like, when the games are early, like, we don't really shoot around before because, you know, it's early. We need to get our rest. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was, like, not, like, really win or lose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to the national championship. It was, like, win or lose, like, we lost what we could have gotten. Right. So, I think, like, everyone was just so ready to play. 
because you know you have the tournament and then you have like like maybe like two days or like three days off after you win the last part of like that bracket so like i think everybody was just so pumped mm. like it's just you know was like all right like i got if i do what i gotta do like i'm good like we're good you know what i'm saying um once we knew like once we got into the game and saw like how the game was going um it was a lot of possessions so like it was like cherishing every possession and like being able to like just do what we were supposed to do you know stick to what coach and even coaches asking us like what we're doing we like no what do you want to do like we're not switching up anything like you know what i'm saying so it was just buying in at the right moment and just putting the pieces where the pieces needed to go um it was very exciting though you know mm. she comes down hit a three it's like oh, the whole place is like going crazy like right her teammate a pass her teammate finish a layup like it was like you know like it was just a really, really fun game to play in. Um, just very fun to, like, you know, hear being talked about, too. Because, you know, even, like, you got people yeah. that will see you outside and just be like, you know, like, that game was crazy. Like, you guys did this. And when that person did that, and it's like, you're right. Like, all of this stuff, this stuff did happen, you know? like Yeah. So, it's cool. And so, also... You- and how cool that, like, on campus, people are coming... Oh, shoot. Sorry, Z. Nope. <laughs> I was going to say um, how cool that kids are up to you on campus and talking about the game. Like that just shows how much further female sports are getting in terms of like exposure and just people caring about it in general, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like even like, you know, now we're like regular students because basketball's over. But like, you know, we're, we're actually able to be on campus can like consistently be able to go to classes you know like i mean it's finals week now but like even like when we had that period of like after the tournament um the parade and all of that like just being recognized is pretty cool um and you know like it means like a lot of people knew like whether or not like they're here for like a bio major or like something like they all watch the game you know what i'm saying and i think like we even had a watch party in our um our gym and that was like sold out so like it was just like you know like wow it's actually pretty dope that like people support lsu yeah okay you guys got van lith you're back injuries is black flaje's back akira morris mauer anisa morrow anisa morrow you guys got her so what can we expect from lsu basketball next year (laughs) call your shot right now i mean we're gonna (laughs) get after it this summer and just everybody's going to play their role too. Um, we're going to look for a team that's hungry that feel like we have something to prove still. Um, you're going to see LSU and what LSU does truly. I love it. I love it. All right. Last question for you. Then we're going to let you go. What is your best piece of advice you can give to everyone listening right now? Um, just do what you do for like, you know, if it's not yourself, do it for other people. Um, I think there's a lot of young people hmm. that you know, are growing up into this era and like it's an era of women and being empowering. And um, I think a lot of people just think of women as women, you know, like they can't do this, they can't do that. And like, you know, that's childish stuff, but it still happens. And um 
whether or not they're successful with what they do, like support them because that can go a long way. Um, support yourself, believe in yourself, and just, you know, put yourself around the right people and find a place that, like, you know, guides you and helps you be the person that you truly want to figure out who you are going to be. Hmm. I love it. Mike drop. I love it. That was so good. Uh, Kateri, thank you so much for coming on. We having winners and learning about winners and how um, their stories is, is why we want to do this podcast. So thanks for hopping on and can't wait to follow you this next season.